Dopamine swipe, dopamine, dopamine swipe. Follow us, likes, double tap. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the 817 Podcast. Uh, man, EJ, it was a slow news week. Very. It felt like it felt slow during the week, and then in like prepping and reading back through everyone's websites, it was like there wasn't a there wasn't a ton that really happened. Everyone was getting ready for school, I guess. Yeah, maybe everyone was just Last. a little little overwhelmed with everything happening around schools. Um, but it it just felt like no, it dragged is, drug yeah, a little bit. Yeah, this is hands down of I guess you could say it's this is a year of doing this. Yeah. This is the slowest week of all of our weeks we've ever covered. Yeah. But we're gonna still do a show for you and we have Two stories that we're going to go over. Right. We're still going to do our wins and losses, so we're going to make something happen because there's a good conversation to ha- have on one of these stories that we're excited for, the big story. But how do you want to set us up? You want to do the Fort Worth Report one and kind of walk through that? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so something that we did touch on last week when talking about the budget schedule was the Crime Control Prevention District, the CCPD funding, which... This year will be about $95 million from our sales tax in the area towards the police department. Uh, that budget was unanimously approved this last week with no members of the public signing up for the public hearing. Um, and uh, I, it just kind of like leaves a bad taste of... A lot of a lot of the article talks about like Maddie Parker saying that she wants it to be more transparent and clearly there's a barrier here with a meeting that I believe took place at like 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. So like how are people going to be able to get to that? And I I don't know. I mean, obviously we didn't go. We didn't sign up because we couldn't didn't have the time, whatever. Heck, I didn't, I didn't even know what was going on. I mean, you can't even find the budget's not even on their website. Yeah. How how are how is somebody supposed to engage with it, even if they wanted to? You can't. There's nothing to engage with. Yeah, yeah. And and looking and looking at it, it says the the largest increase in funding was recruitment and training, which that's cool. Like yeah. I want them to recruit. I don't know how to say this delicately. <laughs> We want them to recruit good people for yeah. very obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. So this is a lot of money. Ninety what was it, ninety three million? Ninety four point nine million, yep. which is an increase of eight point three million over last year. Which I guess is also a good sign of the health of the the local economy that even after twenty twenty, like we still have grown. Yep. Um but I don't know what are what are some of your takeaways from this. Um, I, mean, I guess not, nothing too too different. I'm just looking at kind of they, they did a great job kind of breaking it down. What got more funding? You got equipment and technology infrastructure. Um, they didn't some some of the funding went down around vehicles. I mean, because obviously the nicest vehicles in Fort Worth are are police cars. Um, and you can tell which vehicles are funded by this because they have the little sticker on the back that says CC funded by CCPD. Mm, mm. I, I mean, if you asked a hundred Fort Worthians, did this happen? 
I if would you say asked like, a thousand, if you yeah. asked a hundred thousand, yeah. how like, many would you get? Ten? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's, it's just crazy how, how, but I think this goes, you were kind of going to use it as your loss. Sorry to bring it up, but, but the Betsy price campaign and how subtle their power actually is like all the power, like there's a front that we're all nice. There's a front that we're all, you know, in nonpartisan. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, Oh wait, so from the, from the article, Tamara Hutcherson, who Shout is an, out. an organizer for the Texas Jail Project, uh, spoke to the board with concern about the budget's accessibility. Uh, they said, the last time I checked, the CCPD website doesn't even have the proposed budget posted. One of the goals of the CCPD, as stated on the website, is to provide opportunities for citizens to learn about it. She feel they feel like there are no active steps to engage the community through their social media to inform the public uh, or in any other way, and that's kind of what we're echoing. And you know, Maddie Parker starts the article with a, a quote about how uh, she wishes more people were engaged with it, and I'm like, Maddie Parker, you started a podcast, and like I'm I'm glad that you're taking steps towards transparency, but. How hard would it have been last week or two weeks ago or three weeks ago to do a podcast episode that was literally breaking down the CCPD budget and trying to get people to engage with it? Like you have the resources right in front of you and like you show that maybe you're trying to make some efforts in towards transparency, but you didn't actually do it. And so I don't, that's just like a, a really, those are just really empty words. Um, and uh, I don't know, maybe next year. Yeah. This uh, budget runs through September, 2022. So this time next year, the same process will be happening. And I, I've got a feeling that not much is going to change yeah. about the process. The district was created in response to a rise in violent crimes in the 1980s and nineties. Um, Fort Worth violent crime was an all-time high back then with in 1992. It was actually Fort Worth had the highest crime rate rate in the U.S. for two years. I mean, it was just created as part of this whole war on crime, war on drugs that, uh, you know, we just toss money towards outcomes instead of trying to fix root causes, uh, which is kind of the name of the game. But Noak said the crime rate, according to the Fort Worth report, the one when you click on the one in July, uh, similar to an increase in violent crimes right now. So Noak said that crime rates at the time are similar to the increase in violent crimes right now. So what you're saying is all the money that we've dumped over into this over three decades has gotten us nowhere. However, from the most recent data from the crime data report, violent crimes in 2019 at a little over half of what they were in the peak in the 90s. So yeah, it just might be, I might not be even reading it right, but it just, it seems like, it looks like data-wise, crime is going down, but yet we're increasing funding in it. And I think there's a lot of, but this is a lot of things about programs, like eventually programs are supposed to run themselves out of business because you did your job. Right. But that never happens. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if we're talking like we've spent how many trillion dollars in Afghanistan Afghanistan over the last two decades. And that didn't go to Afghanistan. That went to private contractors in the U S that, 
you know, then paid that money back to politicians to continue perpetuating things. It's it's yeah. the same blueprint. Yeah. Um, well, we can go ahead and move into the big story. Yeah, let's do it. Something more exciting to talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah, than yeah. this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm actually excited for this. It, it makes me, it's the innovation bug. Uh, UT Arlington became the first Texas university in three years to receive top state honors for research and academic advances. Uh, this was announced Thursday. UTA was acknowledged as a Texas tier one university, meaning it has or exceeded benchmarks set by Texas higher education. I was trying to show like the parts where it's why this is important is because uh, in order to get this, you have to award more than 200 doctoral degrees uh, I wonder where TCU's at. That'd be interesting. Enrolling high-achieving high school graduates. They have a great pipeline with um, all the all the high schools. And then spending more than $45 million in, in restricted research. And by getting this de- uh, designation, it gives UTA access to the National Research University Fund, which awards dollars t- towards emerging research universities uh, in Texas. So um, kind of a big deal because... They're on a short list. Uh, the fourth to receive tier one recognition, joining Texas Tech, UT Dallas, and the University of Houston. UTA spent around $125 million on research last year, nearly half of which went towards the restricted and federal research. So all in all, what I'm saying, what, what's cool about here is like, and I think the conversation we, we're, we're going to have is, even though TCU, Fort Worth will always be a TCU-branded city, Every great city has a great university, right? Every every emerging high tech, high successful city has a strong university that does research. I mean, a lot of people come from Stanford who created Silicon Valley, right? Austin has UT, Rice, and U of H in yeah. Houston. Yeah. So, unfortunately, in Fort Worth, I don't actually think our entrepreneur entrepreneurial University is TCU. It is UTA. This is not a knock on TCU. I just think UTA has done a great job becoming a serious ecosystem for innovation. Um, They got great faculty. I'm talking large staff for all the emerging spots, their diversity, the hunger of their students. I just said it's actually a really exciting place to be, and it's super underrated um, because it's a satellite of UT system. Um, but this is really cool. Yeah, and I wonder with this coming generation, um, like, they're seeing millennials struggle under the weight of college debt, and you see a school like UTA or UTD that is affordable, um, I mean, in the middle of a big city, but, like, still has a campus, like, you can still get some of that like college experience with it. Uh, but you know, you're going to come out in state without a ton of debt and uh, with a really solid degree and some really great specialized programs. And so I wonder if we see the growth of these schools, like really start to exponentially multiply um, where in TCU's case, they've kind of banked building their growth off of the football team. And that's fleeting, right? Like when TCU wins the Rose Bowl, like that goes really well. And you 
get more admissions and realistic, like your uh, acceptance rate goes down. Like you probably have more talent that you're able to attract. And especially like California is like 40% of TCU student population, like something Mm. insane. So like you're getting a lot from uh, more affluent areas, but it's fleeting because when you have three bad football seasons in a row, like the reverse happens. And so then what are you banking on? You're trying to build and develop things out of a pump that isn't pumping as much water or as much fuel anymore. Whereas when you've got what UTA and UTD are building like that's a foundation that you can really build a lot upon. Yeah. And dive like diverse campuses, like something that's become things that are becoming more important to upcoming college age students. Like they're well ahead of the game there compared to uh TCU or SMU. Yeah, and I yeah, it's yeah, it's it's playing such an advantage like that's how innovation and sparks and ideas and and that combustion of creativity and access to research and innovation and 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 just boldness to want to do something so if we ever have something that hallmarks fort worth as a software base a tech base an innovation based company it's going to come from utd or a uta for us and I even know, like, some of our staff w- live in apartments. And when I go, like, hang out with them or say what's up to them, it's all, like, diverse, uh, kids on visas, four, kid got, four guys in a room, and someone brought their whole entire family. Like, these apartment complexes all through the highway intersection of DFW, all the way up from Richardson to Plano mm. to Irving to Arlington – are actually filled with a bunch of hidden gem talent who are on here for like visas, going to school, getting their master's degree in uh, machine learning and just crazy things like that. It's happening. Um, However, I think, like you said, the TCUs, the SMUs, and I guess us of the world, like we just don't see it. But I think like there's a lot of magic that could potentially really make us um, even a stronger place to be as Fort Worth already is. Yeah, and I mean, I can't even really think of a school that has built their notoriety, built their academic notoriety from athletic achievement. Like, it's not what, like, that's not what follows. A lot of the larger, more preeminent universities across the country like the academics are there and then athletics follow that or yeah. athletics just happen to be there as yeah. well. It doesn't really go that w- the other way. Going with the, my, does it also have to do just with the strategy? Like TCU and SMU both are, their strategy is to be selective, be, be elite, um, provide a, that selective class feel yeah, and the goals of it, like TCU doesn't have to push the continue to push the envelope because 
you know, how big it, they have like a $3 billion endowment from only 71,000 living alumni, like something yeah. great, something crazy like that. Whereas schools like UTA and these satellites of A&M and UT and other state schools across the country, like they have to grind to continue to get top professors to come top students to follow them to create top programs and not saying that TCU doesn't have that. Like they have a great business school. They're diving in. They just opened a medical school. Like they have a solid nursing program. Um, but it's not like you said, like the tech entrepreneurial focus that something that a school like UTA is clearly investing in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so. I think it's exciting, and I personally, as someone who lives on the east side, I I always say like, we people sleep on Arlington. I would argue that Arlington of the three could be the most innovative of the three cities. Um, it's the fiftieth largest city in America. It's it's growing, but the crazy thing is, no one wants to live there because it's it's still like kind of like run down, a lot of old retail, you know. But there's a lot of diversity, a lot of culture, mm-hmm. but it's just like. It's so unpolished, like the rest of like Texas DFW is, but you have a lot of strong stuff happening and uh, it's going to be cool to see what happens in like 10 years. Yeah. And I mean, there's always going to be money flowing into the city between, you know, the Rangers, the Cowboys. Um, I mean, yeah. the, the esports stadium that's yeah, there, correct. like that is an innovative Yeah thing that they have dove into yeah. and having events through that. Um, I mean, Texas live is obviously a, a huge thing now and six flags. So like there's definitely ways that you can position yourself around the city, but I, I agree. It's my least favorite to drive through. <laughs> like I swear they've been doing the same construction on yeah. 30 for 10 years now oh, yeah. and like nothing has moved. Um, so maybe one day that'll be nice, but yeah. who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely agree that it, it's slept on and has some incredible food because yeah. of that diversity. Yeah, it has it, some yeah. really, really strong hole-in-the-wall food yeah. spots, too. There's a dim sum place I really like going to, Kowloon. 20, between 20 and 30, like, yeah. like right in that area, it's all, like, hidden good stuff. Want to move the wins and losses? Yeah, let's do it. So, like, we knew that former mayor Betsy Price was running for Tarrant County Judge, uh, the seat currently held by Glenn Whitley, which is sort of like the decision maker for the county. Um, and like her, she just launched her, her campaign website and it is so, so partisan and so leaning hard into conservative values. And uh, like even on the front page of the website says like, I, you know, I'm a friend of Donald Trump. Like that was on the very first thing she posted from her campaign's uh, like official announcement. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. What bugs me about it is how for 10 years as a city, we were gaslit into having to believe that she was some nonpartisan. Yeah. You know, I'm just doing the right thing type of person and uh, like that's just not who she was and i get it like it's politics yeah but we're staring at the same thing now with 
Maddie Parker, who anytime you'd, you know, try to bring up Democrat or Republican, like she throws her hands up and says, no, no, I'm nonpartisan. And it's like, we've seen this playbook before. And so I don't, it's almost, I guess my loss is just kind of like a, why can't we just like be real and open? Like, why do we have to try and hide this stuff when we know what the game is? Yep. And we could just be upfront and honest about it instead of creating distrust amongst the community because you are not acting with accordance in accordance to who you say you are. And it says that the president said we are she's a fantastic friend. Fantastic friend. A fantastic friend. Wow. That means that doesn't just means you're like that doesn't just mean an endorsement or like that that or like oh like oh you're a Republican in a city sure I'll write you a letter or tweet something no Betsy's a fantastic friends. friend <laughs> I, I we know this and we know this with Tarrant uh, Tarrant County is really important as a county for politics and Republicans got to do everything in their power to hold it and so they'll play you know they're they're playing away but then let's. They're they're playing some great chess right now. Yeah, like, I don't know if we if if Democrats in Texas have any chess pieces on the board right now in Terry because yeah. <laughs> they're destroyed. Uh, but yeah, my loss is I guess, um, you know, my loss is I'm glad kids are back in school. I guess my loss is I just hate that parents and teachers get pit against each other. Education, as we always talk about, is just in a hard spot right now. Uh, and I know that they had a mass mandate, then they didn't. There was a march uh, for kids, and uh, I, I just think that it's 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 just kind of tough. So I won't go too much into it because I'm sure you, as parents or people, are hearing about it all the time. But it's, it's a loss. And what what are we up to? A thousand a thousand Fort Worth ISD students and staff combined have already either has COVID or was around people who who have COVID or so quarantine and not actually going to class. So you're already seeing that happening too. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a big bummer. And like, how are we being so slow to make a decision on getting something virtual up yeah. and going again? Like you're creating your, everybody involved acts like they want to try and like make up for learning loss of the last year. And that that's been yeah. such a buzzword. And now you're just like continuing to create it. Uh, more and more in such a big way yeah what's your win my win uh is uh, there's just uh, some cool stuff going on this weekend in the the art world um rambo had an installation down in the the stockyards uh that i mean it it looked like was really hopping i'm a i'm bummed that it was only for this weekend and i wasn't able to make it out there um but then the will rogers tower also had a, a super cool innovative uh like projection mapping design done on the tower that was from like 9 p.m to 1 a.m and as a parent of a one-year-old that uh there's no way that i was going to to make it out to see that but everyone that i've talked to that did said it was super cool and just like really cool to see the the city doing uh the art scene have some cool creative things to 
don't know, just kind of like get the ball rolling on the end of summer and like moving into fall and just showing what the future could be. No, absolutely. Really looking forward to it. Um, my win is easy. Um, Hotel Dreiss, Jonathan Morris, shout out. Uh, doing something special in the city. Rooms are opening, I believe, the 20th. I think they just opened. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you I can think like, this go weekend. online, Hotel Dreiss, book a room, do a staycation, or just hang out at the bar. Um, I just, it's cool to watch someone work on something so long. And like, but then at the same time, the the game now starts. It's like yeah, like building something like that is. So I I mean I'm so antsy and like now 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 I would have been stressed out the whole time. But he seems like he had the mellow vibes making it happen, inch by inch. So kudos to that team. Yeah, definitely uh, excited to stop by and check out the check out the bar. Um, well. I know it was a short episode today, but we're excited for next week. We've uh, we reached out and a number of you responded about yeah making guest appearances on the podcast to talk about either whatever the big story is next week, or maybe we'll talk about like what uh, has you really passionate and excited about what's coming in Fort Worth. Um, but just excited to celebrate a a year of doing this and get to have a number of y'all join us uh in that if you're interested hop on to uh instagram or twitter reach out to the podcast or to one of us and we'll send you the uh link to sign up for a for a 10 minute time yeah and it's been cool i mean so what we're doing next week is basically as many as we can in a, in a period of time do 10 minute interviews and I know we already have four people signed up but I, I think we're going to probably get up to like at least six seven so we're going to be talking to a lot of people uh hearing how they heard about the 817 podcast what do they like about it it's gonna be fun man I'm super excited because I don't know those people like the it's yeah, not like friends yeah, they're strangers. Yeah, yeah yeah they're yeah. legit strangers well we're bonded I know how you can feel bonded through a podcast there's people I feel like I know yeah, even yeah. I've never met them but, you know, there's there's a bond you have with podcast people. So I'm just excited to meet people. It's going to be super cool. Yeah, I agree. And uh, it may bleed over into the next week. Yeah, yeah, also. yeah. yeah um, to so, break it up. Yeah, probably two week, next two weeks coming of getting to, to hear from other listeners. So if you're interested, let us know it, and we'd love to hear from you also. Awesome. See you next week. Yo, yo, yo.